Hi everyone and welcome to the Leading Edge Design Group video podcast. We discuss everything in data center, LED lighting, information and communications technology systems. My name is Todd Boucher, I'm the founder of Leading Edge Design Group. So excited today to be joined by Ryan Fay, CIO of ACI Specialty Benefits, to talk about the modern CIO and the unique challenges CIOs today are facing. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the session. Ryan, thank you for joining us, taking a few minutes. I know we're working coast to coast here. Absolutely. So thank you for taking time in your busy schedule and uh, sharing your expertise with us. So Absolutely happy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. So we always start the video podcast the same way, and that's with the fun and exciting shameless plug session. So please, Ryan, give us your version of the shameless plug. Tell us about yourself and a little bit about your background. Absolutely. So my name is Ryan Fay. I'm the Chief Information Officer here for ACI Special Benefits. I've only been in this position now for a little bit, about six months now. Before that, I was the Director of IT and Purchasing, so it's been quite a bit of change coming down the last couple of months. Here at ACI Special Benefits, we've been rapidly growing. We're in a hyper-growth stage. And what that means for us is it's kind of like strapping yourself to a rocket and just uh, going into orbit, because every day we, we are running and we are very agile and uh, a lot of sprints over here. So. We launched a brand new product recently called Macro Life, and part of that's been, you know, we're a 31-year-old company, and I call us a 31-year-old startup now, because in the last five years, we've kind of went through there, innovated, and we completely tore down our old infrastructure, built everything from the ground up, and uh, that's really allowed us to be an innovator in the space today. So it's an exciting time right now, and it's a very exciting time to be a modern CIO. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. A great segue, I think, is what's going to be a really interesting topic. I'm excited for our dialogue, and I think you hit on it, and that's that there is so much transformational change happening in the IT industry today, and that's why we're seeing this need for the modern CIO. So I'd love to understand from your perspective, what is a modern CIO, and maybe more importantly, what unique challenges do you think CIOs like yourself are facing today? Absolutely. So that, that's kind of a multifold question, so I'll, I'll try to do my best to answer it. Please. You know, and uh, so what a modern CIO means to me is it's more of a hybrid approach. So in, in old school CIO, you were more of a cost center, you're running a data center, you're making sure that the lights are on, things are running properly. Now it's more of a, we're using technology to drive business. So my number one concern today is what business problem am I trying to solve? And maybe I will or maybe I won't use technology to solve that problem. And if I do, then we're going to use the teams we have in place to make sure that it's going to be a hybrid approach where we're now using multiple departments and we're in a department now. So we're partnering with marketing and with social media and with graphics. And this becomes a big umbrella kind of over the IT infrastructure that we have today. So the modern CIO in my eyes is someone that's able to cross reference between different departments, keep things going, but mainly use business technology to drive the business innovation for the company. Really interesting. So it sounds like what I hear you saying too is that, and, and we see this with a lot of our customers, the CIO now can be a profit center, you know, the IT organization can be a profit center for a company, not a, not a cost center. And do you feel like through what you're able to do across those business units that that's something you're able to drive today as an IT organization? Absolutely. So we are in the industry of now. I want it now and I want it fast and I want it fast and I want it now. And what that means is that any organization nowadays, you know, the Fortune 500s, they're no longer an advantage because before people were valuing, you know, scalability, they were valuing infrastructure and now that almost has become uh, counterproductive because you don't want to have too much infrastructure. You don't want to have uh, a massive amount of scalability at your needs because that means you're doing a lot of spend. 
So now with the modern CIO, what we can do is we can really lower the CapEx savings by going in there and using a hybrid approach. Maybe we're using, so, so personally, we use a private cloud for all our infrastructure, okay. but we use a public cloud for testing, QA, um, anything that's not going to be uh, needed for HIPAA or PCI compliance. So what we do in there is, you know, it's, it's an environment that we can kind of test and fail and fail, you know, safely and then learn from. So Ryan, with that, with that hybrid approach, which I think is really interesting, how, how do you determine, because things are changing so fast and you mentioned business units, they want things now, they need it immediately. How do you determine where to add infrastructure, where to leverage public cloud, where to utilize your private cloud? How do you make those decisions because they're needed so quickly? Yes, that's a great question. So what we call it, we call it a virtual dial. You know, so we're always trying to, you know, make sure the dial is not too high and not too low. So what we do is we do a lot of forecasting, uh, a lot of load balancing to make sure the current infrastructure that we have is in place and ready. But we also utilize the public cloud to test and say, if we were to bring on another 5 million unique users today, how we look for infrastructure. So we, we use those technologies. And, uh, but everything that we actually have for production is all in our own private cloud data center here. And what made you get so... You mentioned a little bit about compliance. What really drove you toward a private cloud uh, for, for the decision that you guys made to do that hybrid approach, but to keep a component of that cloud private? What drove that decision for you? You know, it's kind of a multifaceted decision. And one of the main decision factors that was really the driving factor for us is that in our private cloud that we use for, um, you know, just testing QA, it periodically goes down and there's issues with it. And there's latency. And it takes forever to bring backups down from there. So it just wasn't a good use case for us to go fully, um, you know, to public cloud because we don't have the control and we don't have the redundancies in place that are needed to be able to go in there and successfully be able to deliver products. On top of that, a lot of companies don't realize that anything above the hypervisor level, even on a public cloud, it's still your responsibility. Security, um, you know, you make sure the infrastructure is in place and working correctly. And I think the private cloud for a lot of companies is kind of a false um, you know, idea that everything's going to be just okay if, if things go wrong. And, you know, there hasn't really been a mass attack on a, on a, you know, public cloud yet. That's really been able to show the security flaws and the things that are going on and how, just how long does it take for you to then draw your backups back from there to then spin things back up. So that's a really interesting point that you make, Ryan. I think you're right. People don't either know or talk about that so much, but what type of responsibility do you still have in a public cloud sense, you know, and how does your team have to support that, you know, from a security vulnerability standpoint or an infrastructure standpoint? Yeah, there's actually more responsibility if you go into a public cloud because what you have now on most cases is a multi-tenancy cloud operation. And we have a cloud ops team here. And what we do is we go through and we make sure that our own private cloud it's protected. So what that means is the same public or private. So you, you have a hypervisor, which is going to be your server, and anything above that you're responsible for. Security patches, making sure that you have intrusion detection in there, you have failover firewalls. Um, all those aspects are actually a little bit, in my opinion, more difficult to manage on a public cloud because you don't have access to some of the lower level hypervisor activities. If the public cloud wants to restart the hypervisor, you really have no control over that. And they'll give you a window, they'll give you time, you can fail over and, you know, the best practices of using a public cloud, obviously, is to have multiple public clouds right. and multiple instances of that to fail over to, but then that, you know, really drives cost. And then you have OpEx savings, you know, that has kind of gone down from the original CapEx savings that you got. So it levels out at a certain point. And because we are growing so rapidly and because we're doing so much, I call it spend, 
I don't feel comfortable investing all that money and um, man hours into a public infrastructure that at any point in time may need a reboot or may need a restart or, you know, and then you're investing in multiple instances of that as well too. So that's kind of my um, understanding and my philosophy of it. Really, really great perspective, Brian. Thanks. Because I think people are, are struggling with this today. We, we talk a lot about in our business, you know, the build versus buy discussion. I think that's a little bit of a, a public cloud versus maybe private or an on-premise data center discussion. I think that perspective that you have is great. And it sounds like you're making that decision specific to how you operate your business in your IT organization. But some of those challenges, they really will cross, you know, different verticals and in different industries because no matter who you are, you're going to have those responsibilities, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that's a big question I get asked a lot is, you know, when do you go from a private cloud to a public cloud or how big do you need to go to then go back to a public cloud uh, to a private cloud? And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a tear totter in every organization and in every industry is going to be different. You know, we're in the healthcare industry, so we have a lot of regulations, a lot of compliances that we get to withstand. If you're a startup, and you have little to no capital, and you really want to be able to launch a product quickly, I think the public cloud offers you a great solution there. I think for certain you know, uh, organizations, it's kind of the make or break you, and the public cloud is a lot, of, a lot of these startups to actually get started and really be able to run efficiently with little to no capital. So there's definitely use cases for it. So we're talking a lot about cloud, and I think something that's interesting in the context of the modern CIO is that I believe we're at a point where the external pressure on a CEO like yourself, an IT organization, is far, you know, far surpasses anything that it has been even five years ago. And, and I say that because a board member or a CEO could come to you and say, what's our cloud strategy? Right? Those type of conversations didn't happen five years ago. So um, do you feel